Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We made it, babies. Happy Friday. Woo! It's Friday night. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Friday night, and I'm so happy to be uh, at the end of this week. Although this was actually one of the more fun weeks that I've had in recent times uh, doing the show with you guys, because I've actually had some interesting, good stories, some good news stories uh, to share with you guys, like last night. I'm not sure if I've got any tonight. I kind of do. Wait till y'all stay tuned for this. A a, a story that um, is actually going to, might make you crack up laughing, but at the same time might make you really angry about what's going on uh, with the Democrats. Of course, it's Friday. That means our man Bob Walters is going to be here, and it, it has never been more insane and crazy than this week in our education system, to the point where I actually thought I might have to start having Bob come on twice a week because we, you know, we, we're we eating up the whole hour as it is right now just with what's going on, but we know that this is the battleground, and particularly that's why things are, all eyes are on Virginia, because it's an inc- incredibly important state. It should have gone a whole, uh, whole, you know, handedly for the Democrat, but for what's been revealed, that's really that that's the epicenter. If the schools are the battleground across the country for what's happening, Loudoun County and Virginia is the epicenter. And that's really what started putting the focus on Terry McAuliffe and the Dems and really started providing some momentum for Youngkin. That election is next week. We're going to be bringing you good coverage of that next Tuesday night. Um, But I've got a crazy story surrounding how desperate the Democrats are for that. Of course, this is Friday, which also means Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. I don't think I've got a hero yet. I've got somebody who's in contention. It's actually a local business here in San Diego. But if you've got an idea for Hero of the Week or Stink of the Week, give us a buzz. 888-344-1170. Our old friend, former producer of the AK show carrot sticks said I should put it out there what's the worst Halloween candy so y'all can feel free to call in and share what's bad Halloween candy if you want or what's a I'll share with you guys a hilarious child uh, Halloween costume I heard today but if you want to chime in on anything we can have fun it's it's Friday before Halloween 888-344-1170 we are streaming live right now on the Facebook page for the answer San Diego.com so keep those conversations those comments rolling there great convo happens there every night with the amazing patriots that are my friends and family out there listeners of the show love you all you can also email me at andreakshow.com I get emails all the time even if I don't read them here on air I appreciate uh, the feedback and I know uh, I haven't forgotten you my friends in Italy I've been getting a lot of emails about what's going on over there asking for help for Italy I love you my Italian friends and listeners from around the globe but child we can't save ourselves here Okay, we're we're drowning here in the United States. I'm not sure that we can save Italy. All that being said, now I got to bring in the man who saves me every night of the week. It's DJ Potato Skins. It will include and across the board DJ, DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. A couple of quick things to say: the worst Halloween candy is Airheads. The best Halloween candy is dark chocolate, midnight madness, Milky Way. And did you know we have a new pope? No, I didn't know we had. First Joe of all, Biden thinks we do. Oh, 
<laughs> well, you threw me at we because I'm not Catholic. So, in fact, I, I, I when I when I type the word Pope, it's lowercase because I don't worship any man. I only worship the Lord Jesus right. Christ. He's my only Father. So I don't put I, I don't elevate any any human being. So yeah, there's this video audio going around. This hilarious. Y'all tell me if you listen to it. I posted it on Facebook. It clearly does sound like he says when he shakes uh, Pope's hand. Uh, you're that. African-American baseball player everybody's so crazy about. If he didn't say it, hat tip to the people who dubbed it. So that gives you a little tongue-in-cheek. Look, when I was a kid, um, I hated, I can't even remember the name of it now, there was this um, peanut butter kind of candy that was almost like the uh, the consistency of like a a starburst. And I can't even remember the name of it. Um, A bit of honey. Bit of honey. I heard of that one. Oh, I hate it. Well, may, hopefully they've discontinued it, and maybe or maybe you blocked it out from t- the trauma of have. having to experience <laughs> a bit of honey candy bar. But no, I can't stand that bit of honey. Um, but even worse than that is, you know, getting the boxes of of raisins. You know, don't do that to any child. It, we, I think we, every child has experienced that once or twice, right? I mean that that's just that's culinary terrorism on a child when they're when they're you know because we didn't get a whole lot of candy when I was growing up. I lived to, be, to carry it around my pillowcase, door to door to get me some Halloween candy and to get a box of raisins in my in, in my pillowcase. I, I I struggled showing manners and saying thank you in that. And moment. I think every child had the exact same expression when they saw that, right? I heard today. Of a hilarious Halloween costume at a, at a school today. I'm not going to say who and where it was, but somebody dressed, <laughs> dressed their kid up <laughs> as Dog the Bounty Hunter with the, with the wig and everything, the vest, the badge that said Dog on it. I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, did you take a picture for me? And she was like, no, because you don't take pictures of other people's kids and send it to people. That's a little creepy. That's what Democrats do, right? Um, but anyway, just the image of that just cracked me up. I would love, love, love to have a kid show up at my door Sunday night and say trick or treat dressed as dog with the crazy for candy, wa- right? Oh, yeah. Ask for candy and ask for Brian Laundry. Bad joke, I know. Okay, so um, how desperate are the Democrats to try to win this this governorship? So desperate that they literally launched a false flag operation today. As Youngkin, the Republican, was campaigning in Charlottesville, which is where um, the crazy person drove his car and mowed some people down, and uh, and in which the lie continues to persist that Trump has said there was good people on both sides. When he clearly went on to say, "I'm not talking about the white supremacist. I'm talking about the people that were there. Some wanting the statues to be taken down, and some feeling like we shouldn't be wiping away history." Right? Always taking him out of context. Well, always pushing the falsehood and the false narrative that MAGA means that you're xenophobic, you're racist, you're a bigot, uh, that make. America Great Again is about wanting to turn us all back, you know, into, um, you know, slavery days and and no civil rights and continuing to propagate the lie that Trump said that white supremacists were good people. That's not true. So in the course of, of continuing to propagate that lie and Chris Wallace, this is why I have not watched Fox News since, because he allowed Joe Biden to say that lie in a debate to the American people, didn't call him on it. It's a flat out lie. So um, you guys know what a false flag means. It's it's a phony operation. It's a hoax, basically. Right. Um, it, it's 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 a hoax um, that invokes some type of fear. Um 
Uh, and, and in fact, just yesterday, right, it was the Democrats. Tucker Carlson has a special coming on. You know, I never really promote anybody from Fox News, but I will watch Tucker Carlson's special that's coming out next week. It's called Patriot Purge. And he's got the guts to have to be have having spent months with some producers to put together a series about what actually happened on January 6th. And I've been saying this was about purging America of anybody that the the attempt to paint 75 million Trump supporters as a bunch of white supremacist domestic terrorists who seek to overthrow the government. And, um, you know, that's just an extension of the lie about Charlottesville. Right. So. Um, and it, and the Democrats yesterday was saying, including Liz Cheney, by the way, who joined in with the Democrats saying Tucker Carlson should be deplatformed. He's pushing out the big lie. And those no. And one of the things that Tucker Carlson is exposing in his documentary and things that came out in, in the questioning of Merrick Garland this week was the FBI's role. The reason why the, the term false flag is being used in relation to January 6th is because there were insiders from the U.S. government that were up, uh, that infiltrated that. And they were the ones that that uh, that stoked and implemented uh, the violence that did occur right so it was a false it was a false flag operation on january 6 so the democrats yesterday say there's no such thing a false flag doesn't exist that doesn't happen you know in in the united states okay well you know 24 hours later we've got a team of democrats that showed up at Glenn Youngkin's, the the Republican, at his event in Charlottesville today, Democrats who showed up dressed like um, they were white supremacist, straight dressed just like the white supremacist were dressed in Charlottesville, uh, chanting, we're all in for Glenn, making it seem as though Glenn Youngkin has a group of people that are white supremacist and trying to and trying to connect him to what happened in Charlottesville and to declare him and make people think that his campaign that he and his campaign are white supremacists. Well, it didn't take long before the sluice on the internet or even even people there that were like oh, I'm kind of recognizing some of these people. Isn't this um Somebody said um, immediately recognized uh, the financial director for the Virginia Young Democrats. (laughs) Hey, it's two days before Halloween, man. If staffers from the Democrat Party are going to do a false flag event, couldn't they have done something better with that with the getting like some some. Uh, costumes going get get some uh, get some prosthetics or get something. some prosthetics right we know that they're in with hollywood couldn't they have flown in somebody that does special makeup like you watch all that the the, uh, the special effects makeup that yeah. gets done hide their uh, hide their, real easy hide their identities man at least put on a wig hashtag busted yeah Think about this. Well, first of all, it shows, I mean, the good news is, is it shows the extent of the desperation on the part of the Terry McAuliffe campaign, as well as the Democrat Party, that they would, that they would take this, that somebody, that they would be sitting around, think about this, they're sitting, somebody came up with this idea, they were sitting around, gee, what can we do to try to derail this Yunkin? He's, he's about to run away with this thing. I know. Let's let's pretend that Youngkin is some white supremacist and he's got this group of people. I mean, they they plotted this. You know, it's been a theme of this week's shows, Andrea, but there's a lot of psychotic people on the other side. Well, absolutely. And this is psychotic. This is demonic when you're doing this. 
When you're staging a phony event and you've got Democrat staffers pretending that they're white supremacists as part of the Yunkin campaign in order to derail him, think about the attempt to manipulate the minds of the, of the voters. This is an extension of the lies from Fauci and the NIH. It's an extension of the Russian collusion hoax story in the FBI and the DOJ. I mean, that wasn't that a, a false flag operation where the U.S. where the U.S. government pretended that the Trump, you know, the people within the Trump campaign and then the Trump administration were working with the Russian government. And it was the U.S. government officials that were a part of that. One of those people that was a part of it, Mark Elias, who was working with the Hillary Clinton campaign, worked with Perkins Coy to, to then pay Christopher Steele and Fusion GPS to write the Steele dossier. Right. Mark Elias. Now he's got a law firm. Well, on the same day that Terry McAuliffe and these Democrats did this false flag event to try to paint Yunkin as a white supremacist surrounded by uh, and, and therefore not just him, but obviously his whole campaign and therefore all of us. Right. White supremacist. On that same day. Uh, Terry McAuliffe, it got revealed that he had hired Mark Elias of Perkins Coy, Fusion GPS, Steel Dossier fame, had hired him and his firm to start preparing plans to deal with the outcome of the election come Tuesday. And when this was uncovered, uh, Fox News actually was going to report on this. They reached out to the Terry McAuliffe campaign for a comment, and Terry McAuliffe, they literally responded with can we kill this story would we be having any of this going on right now if we had had during the trump administration if we had had jeff sessions had not recused himself and handed over uh the doj and the fbi and the uh, the the lynch mob to go after the trump administration and had we actually had people held accountable we wouldn't be having all of this we wouldn't be having this going on right now had we had an actual media that worked as as though a journalist, as though they were supposed to, we would not have had anybody ever pushing out the lie that Trump said there were there were good people on both sides in Charlottesville and that there were good people among the white supremacists. The, the psychotic, psychopathic, narcissistic game on the minds of the American voters has done us real damage done us real damage because there's many people that still believe to this day that he said that just like there's people that believe Fauci right today the FDA has approved the shots to be used on kids right only fortunately I think only 27% of of American parents so far on a poll said that they would consider giving it to their to their young child good that gives me some hope all right we're going to take a break we come back it's going to be time to shift gears into our weekly education segment with Bob Walters. You're free to give us a shouty though, 888-344-1170. If you want to weigh in on the worst Halloween candy, you got a bad Halloween experience, or just an idea on a good costume, give us a buzz. The Andrea K Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before I bring in uh, Bob Walters here with his weekly education segment, I, I wanted to um, finish up with this false flag event that happened um, in uh, Charlottesville, North Carolina, with the Yunkin uh, campaign because the uh, Terry McAuliffe spokesperson said the Unite the Right rally was one of the darkest days in the Commonwealth's history. This is who Glenn Youngkin's supporters are. 
Um, that's absolutely despicable that they pulled, uh, attempted to pull this uh, event off. When it was discovered that it was phony, that it was a false flag, the Lincoln Project, which is run by a bunch of rhinos, including... Um, Oh, oh, what's her name? Um, Kelly, uh, the woman with the with the blonde hair, Kelly Conway's husband, George Conway. Uh, They took credit for it and said that um, this is that they had to do this. It was a demonstration and they had to do this to show uh, that Glenn Youngkin has his continued failure to denounce Donald Trump's very fine people on both sides. We have rhinos that are continuing to propagate the lie, trying to smear not just Donald Trump with a lie, but now trying to smear Republican governor candidates with this lie. And this is absolutely despicable. And this is why we need to flush out all of the, the rhinos within the within the Republican Party, including the establishment. And this Lincoln Project is a nonprofit organization. For them to get involved in electioneering and pull off a stunt like this is, I'm not an expert in nonprofits, but as others have pointed out today on Twitter, this is a crime and they should be prosecuted. Speaking of crimes, some of the stuff that's gone on in our schools this week is flat out criminal. And here to tell you about it is my buddy, Bob Walters. Hello, my dear. Hello, good to be here. Well, I understand you don't have quite as much good news for us this week, and I'm not surprised. <laughs> well, I did last week, but you were gone, so sorry. Yeah, yeah well, okay, good. Could have saved it for me, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let me do the first good news, and then we'll get into the not-so-good. Right. Uh, in mid-September, the Burgosi family in Michigan, with four other families, filed suit against state law, which prohibits public funds from going to private or religious schools. These all wanted their kids in a religious school but couldn't afford it. They say the law violates the Equal Rights 14th Amendment, which prohibits discrimination against religion. I never thought about that. Hmm. Anyway. I didn't think about that either. That's a good point. Interesting. And then you got Jeremy Wayne Tate of Classical Learning Test Company. Says the average cost of education in the U.S. is $15,240 per student per year, while the average cost for homeschooling is $600. Ah. Whoa, yeah. hold up a second. 15000 per per year per student in public schools, $600 at home. Now, shouldn't that mean that, that um, all the kids that were stuck home for a year and the parents were doing the homeschooling, shouldn't they get a big fat check in terms of a yeah. refund? Instead, the teachers got paid even though they weren't teaching. Right. But it also goes to show for a lot of parents out there, one of the things that they discovered with that was, you know what, maybe we don't need to put our kids in these schools after all. So, um, you know, you, you know, you can you can protect your kids minds, get them a decent education and, you know, and and hopefully we, sh- we could save some money by getting some taxpayer relief anyway. Yeah. And, it's, and yet the homeschoolers, according to this study, average 39 percent higher in test scores than kids in public school. Interesting. Not surprised at all because these homeschool curriculums actually involve grading kids. They get tested, right, as to whether or not they're, you know, understanding the material, right? They get tested because um, we, we've got this, you've been reporting for a while now, this movement across the across the country. Uh, the kids shouldn't get tested. We're getting rid of AP classes, no SAT test. So. I know. They don't need a test to get out of high school or into college or or any, anything. I'm going to cover that in a minute with something else, too. Okay. All right. Anyway, hundreds showed up for a board meeting at Capistrano's Unified School District in California to fight the vaccine mandate. The board voted to ask the state to rescind the mandate. That's good action. I thought it was going to happen, but that's they did come to that positive vote. That's good news. It is, yeah. It's a good sign. 
You get Florida schools now require all students to stand during the national anthem in their classrooms. Okay, I'm liking that. Good, good yeah, direction. Way ahead of us, I swear. Now, for those of you that are interested in homeschooling, you might want to check last week's Epic Times. They ran a story on homeschooling and the practical side that all should consider in that education formula, such as basic life skills, emergency preparedness, money management, home repair, and practical life skills. It's a good article, and it was in last week's Epic Times. So he's saying this Epic, Epic Times article was talking about these are some of the things that the homeschooling curriculum the public schools don't have, like money management and home repairs. Is that what they're saying? saying some of them don't, and they should all consider having it because it would round out their program even more. Yeah, I mean, these are things that kids kids need to be learning that. They don't need to be sitting around being told that there's something wrong with them because they're of their skin color. No, what they need to be taught is here's how to balance a checkbook. Here's what money is. Here's how to count money. You know, um, you know, how to open up a bank account. Uh, You know, and home repairs. Okay, how about how about bringing back some home economics? Right. That's right. That's true. Mm -hmm. All right. Some bad news. I'll give you one of them. Uh, one in three students at local California schools failed last year, but is anyone tracking this? CBS Channel 13, in a search, found that the number of Fs more than doubled last year in most districts, with some doing triple. Enrollment has dropped by 2%, but failures increased in those districts by 83%. More surprising is that half the schools would not or could not provide data related to Ds and Fs over the past few years. Some acknowledge they weren't tracking such incidents at all because they're not giving tests, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Another shocking report says that 7,000 teachers have signed the Zen Pledge. Now, Zen is, is, was a communist leader who helped design critical race theory. And he was, he was a communist. And to teach a critical race theory, they pledged to do it no matter what the state law or the parents or the school board say. How about that for a radical 7,000 teachers? They should track them down and fire all of them. Well, absolutely. Because Barack Obama said recently when he was on the stump for Terry McAuliffe, these are, that it's a conspiracy theory that anybody's trying to, you know, indoctrinate your kids in your schools. They're just trying to keep them safe. And no, we all know that, um, they, they are bound and determined to push this indoctrination under the minds of kid, of kids. They've, uh, 7,000 uh, teachers have signed a pledge to do it. And on top of it, no, they're not using the term CRT. They're doing it under, under some SEL curriculum but they are going to they are going to get this over on your kids one way or the other unless we stop them that's their intent you're right in oakland follow the letter to the law they now rule that all lunch times for the little kids need to be outside unless it's drenching rain so <laughs> they got the mask and in the winter they got to sit outside to eat their lunch it's where is this in oakland schools well, I mean, I guess it's I guess it's not, you know, my not North Dakota, but still, you know, um, you know, this is this is just the insanity, continued insanity regarding kids and using them to continue to push an agenda um, uh, uh, for power. And it's it's despicable. You know, yesterday uh, we heard the Biden administration was looking at spending handing out writing checks to for four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Uh, to families that were separated because of their psychological trauma. The psychological 
trauma that was inflicted on children in this country with shutting down schools, forcing them to sit at home when they were able to go back to school, sitting in masks all day, separated from their kids, from from their friends with this distancing. And uh, it's it's absolutely um, child abuse what's been going on here. It really is all the way through. Well, I think it's a good time to take a break. Okay. When we come back. We got more with Bob, and then later on at the end of the show, we got here of the week and stink of the week. I've also got an update for you guys on. Uh, there's more information coming out on the shooting on the Alec Baldwin set, uh, and a ruling out of SCOTUS today that uh, might may have them nominated for stink of the week. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at. Andrea K. Show, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. Andrea K., the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I heard a disturbing story yesterday that Krispy Kreme is going to force the jab on their employees. I may have to reconsider. I may never have one of my favorite donuts ever again, which is the original cream-filled uh, it's it, this is a real test of of my character and my integrity. <laughs> I got to tell y'all. Speaking of character of integrity, it's lacking in our schools. And Bob Walters is here to tell you uh, to continue with the cringeworthy updates of what's happening this week. Let's get back to it, my friend. All right. Well, there was a um, a video of a Riverside school teacher who was seen on video imitating Native American dance and proclaimed that this should not. Uh, it was seen by actor James Woods who said, I can't believe this is going on. This should not be down, shoved down kids' throats when what they need is education and civics and history. So he's right on. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I saw that dance, and it was. it's like, I'm, I'm lucky my vision is still intact. It was that horrific. <laughs> uh, well, then you got San Francisco Unified School District faces a state takeover if they cannot find how to raise $116 million deficit by December 15th. Enrollment has plunged, but the district still saw fit to promote a raise for all the teachers. L.A. school district is just as bad. They did approve a retroactive 5% pay raise for all the teachers back for one year ago and a $2,500 bonus to all teachers. This while they're facing bankruptcy and their enrollment has dropped mm-hmm. from 49000 in 2003 to 439000 now. Wow. They've almost laid off no teachers, so it's just a, a gravy train. Well, gravy yeah, ride. total gravy train. How do I get that gig? What are they doing, sitting around getting mani petties all day long, still on the dole? I know. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, elementary school teachers in Coachella Valley Unified got invitations to get extra pay if they would focus on, quote, gender and identity support. The district said that the LGBTQ population has more than doubled in the past few years in kindergarten to fifth grade. But one wonders how they got this information without surveying these kids without parental consent. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Just push, push, push the gender, the gender stuff. That's what they're out there doing. Either sex education or LGBT or, or critical race theory. It's, anyway, Hamilton High School in L.A., I've been by that many times, has two issues to deal with in the past few months. First, in the history classroom, it was found that Posters were on the walls proclaiming Hate America, along with a Black Lives Matter flag and a slogan that said F America. Wow. If that wasn't enough, a group of male students, four of them, grabbed a young girl and pulled her into the men's bathroom where they took turns raping her and doing other horrible things to her. 
they've all been arrested. But it shows you the degeneration going on in the schools and what they've been taught. You know, sex is sex. <laughs> well, it's it's more than that. I mean, this is about violence. This isn't about sex. Rape rape is ultimately not about sex. It's about power. And when yeah. you and and this is this rape here and the shootings that we've got going on in our schools uh, that didn't happen in my day when kids rolled up with the loaded gun racks in the back. What's going on is we we are fostered a society that devalues life. That began with Roe v. Wade. We're fostering hate among the races and division. When you've yeah. got in the schools where 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 now we've got not just an anti-America, it's about what's that anti-Americanism about? It's about that America is evil, white and white people are bad, and white kids are bad. So when you and when and when you were fostering that. And that kind of hate and that kind of division, it's going it, to. And then when you also don't have any discipline in the schools, and they're not they're not disciplining kids anymore, uh, you're going to have violence. Th- right. This is what's going to this is what's going to happen in these schools. And we also have a society now to where we we're in, like in Chicago, where five people were arrested as a part of a gang shooting, and then they were let go and not prosecuted because now uh, we've got a mindset in this country that you know um, where nobody's held accountable for crimes because they come from a certain class. You know their skin color is such that given uh, slavery back in the 1860s, now we can't prosecute these yeah. people. That's what's going on. It's fostering itself even more. That should be national news that this this girl was dragged into a bathroom and raped in L.A. schools, and nobody's talking about it. They didn't bring it up very much, no. No. I had to dig to find it. You got 140 bus routes are being suspended in Seattle due to the enforcement of the COVID vaccination mandate, where hundreds of workers dropped out. Then you got the Colorado governor... I thought that was a conservative state, says kids should lie and get vaccinated without parental consent. Well, it ac- yeah, it actually happened in Louisiana. They uh, auctioner, um, yeah. which is which is I don't know if you were going to talk about the story, but uh, they they were one of the one of the creators. I think the first artificial heart was created there. I mean, auctioner is, is historically a great medical um, system and a great medical, you know, hospital. Well, they yeah. have they had the, the vax buses, the vax vans going around, and evidently they rolled up to a school and vaccinated a kid against his uh, without parental consent. I, I've heard differing reports: some that it was one kid, some that it was others. But the one one kid that had this happen to them, the parents have, have intended to sue. Yeah, I don't blame them. It's just it's so wrong. Uh, and then you got Florida school board member from Boward County takes kids on a field trip to a gay bar and says he was so honored to have made this possible for them to see the other world that exists. Okay, hold up a second. Yeah. This was a superintendent who did this? Yes. A school yes, superintendent. And how, school board and how old, were, how old were these kids? They were um, 7 to 12 years old, middle school. Seven to twelve years old, taken to a gay bar. First of all, is it not? Is it? Is it legal to take kids to a bar? I thought you had to be twenty-one to go yeah, into I, a bar. I think the whole thing is atrocious and, and illegal. It's yeah. it's child abuse because what goes on in gay bars? Yeah. <laughs> what goes on in gay bars? What goes on in any bar? Right, where 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 men and women are getting together? We there there's sexual activity happening in bars in in one fashion or another. There's drinking and de- debauchery going on in bars. It's not appropriate to take any child to any bar. And what they're doing is this is about sexualizing children. That's what it this is. is about. This is about sex. 
Yeah, this is going on at the same time this this uh, r- critical race theory is is booming its head, but. Some of these actions are just unbelievable. This is this is this is under the guise of inclusivity. What it is is about sexualizing children, just like drag queen story hours about sexualizing children. Ultimately, and we know this because we know that some of the things that have come out of these school board uh, meetings where parents have come and protested is they brought in examples of pornography that at, under uh, in schools and in school libraries that show children having sex with grown people. With adults, and that's what, in particular, one school board meeting, this this parent brought in um, a, a book that showed seven-year-olds having sex with adult males, seven-year-old boys with adult males. That's what's going on here, and this would be criminal if this was happening outside of the schools. So I want to know why Governor DeSantis hasn't already had that person arrested. I agree. That's something I'm I mean. tired of hearing about how he's just the greatest thing since sliced bread when there's crap like that going on in his state. Yep, yep. It is kind of surprising. Well, here's another one. Kentucky High School is investigating man pageant event <laughs> with lap dances, hooter outfits for the girls, and sexual dancing in front of the teachers putting on the show. This is Hazard High School in the state of, of, of Kentucky. The male students were wearing lingerie girl lingerie and doing the lap dancing on male teachers laps we are simulating sex acts in schools yeah and we're and and the sex acts that are being simulated are gay sex yep. acts yep and i am i right was was wearing uh you know those little puffy nothing outfits that uh, that hooter girls wear it just, it's a, you know, it's amazing what's going on in these schools. It's perverted and it's criminal. And, and, and I'm glad you brought this story because this is in Kentucky where people, people have the, people have the falsehood that we actually have red states in this country. We don't have, there's no such thing as a red state because if Florida was a red state, that school superintendent would be behind bars right now. He would have never thought he had the right to take children to a gay club. It wouldn't have happened. Right. Kentucky is not a red state or we wouldn't have a principal sitting there getting grinded on by a by a boy dressed in lingerie. Yeah. Isn't that a, it's just pathetic. It's, it's disgusting and it's criminal. And these people should be arrested. Yeah. And I want to know where the parents are. Good, good question. Hopefully they're doing something about it, but it's after the fact. I want to. Did, did these parents not know where, where did the boys get the lingerie? That's a good question. <laughs> right? How did these girls get dressed in these Hooters costumes? Who are you parents out there not knowing what's going on with your kids in these schools? That's that could question. not have happened, Bob, without without some parental involvement. Yeah, because they said Hooter and everything on them. They're actually Hooter outfits. So they, right. Hmm. Good grief. I know. Pathetic. <sighs> then out parents are taking action in a little town. Talk about losing track of what can happen. Kittikosh. Washington, a little tiny town, which conducted COVID tests on kids without their consent or parental knowledge. That's a town of 600 people where you've got that kind of excess behavior going on in the schools. Where's it safe anymore? Well, it's not. And this is why Merrick Garland and the FBI are going after parents, because parents speaking up against this crap, they got to be stopped, right? Because you, when, when parents have been speaking up, there's been some success that's happening. So now they've got to act like the parents are the crazy people and, the, and, and who need to be stopped instead yeah. of these perverted pedophiles, sex perverts doing this crap 
on uh, on uh, kids in these schools. A completely opposite reality. Right. I know right. Really- um, do we have time to take a caller, Skins? There's a caller that wants to... Uh, no, we're going to take a... He wants okay. the information. So we've got a caller, uh, Bob Walters, who wants to know if there's a place we can go to read over um, at their own pace, your educational stories. So because we, we're covering a lot. This is this just goes to show the extent of what's happening in our schools when we're having to kind of give you a rundown. And but but we do need to make it possible for for people to um, be able to at their at their leisure, Bob read these so um i know you send me the rundown before the show are you linking i don't think we're linking the articles in the rundown but we should at least i'm going to post the rundown on my on my facebook i'll send it to you any format you want because i think the public should be able to see it and read it in detail in detail so yeah. we're we're going to start making that making that possible for you. So thank you, caller, for that because this is this is this is where our nation is has has been turning. Uh, 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 this is the battlefield, and this is why Bob and I have been doing these segments for a while. And I wish that other shows had been doing this all along the way as well. Um, Rush Limbaugh didn't get on board talking about the education crisis in this country until his last year, uh, and and he was on air for 40 years. And I'm not blaming Rush. He's he's a hero. But this is an area that the Republican Party ignored and uh, to our peril and to the peril of kids. Um, Any anything final before we've got to wrap up, Bob? Well, again, I think I encourage parents to get a hold of uh, we the kids dot us to get data and information and, and pods. So they can teach their kids real American history and patriotism after school hours. Mm-hmm. So we can turn the schools themselves around. Then you got, of course, the petition came out last week for California School Choice. So if you look up CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org, they can learn how to get the petition and where they can sign them, or they can get a whole bunch of material to put in the tables around the shopping centers, whatever. The fight is on. We got five months to get a million good signatures. That's right. All righty. Well, Bob, thank you so much for all you do. And we're going to make Bob's rundown and uh, the and, and his topics available for everybody uh, to read because it's it's a lot and it's a lot to take in. And um, there is some good news. Bob, every week has gotten we're bringing good news as well as the bad and went more, more, more. We want it to turn where we've got more good than bad and we can get there. But we've just got to make people aware uh, of what's happening. And then we got to get active and uh, the the school choice initiative um, is a is a great way to make that happen. So thank you, Bob. Appreciate You're you. Welcome. Thanks for having me. All right, now uh, we're going to take a skinny, tiny little break, and we come back. We've got hero of the week and stink of the week. Don't go away. Bringing you twenty first century common sense. It's the Andrea K Show. Connect with the show at ourfreenation.org. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. The question is, will I forever give up Krispy Kreme? I don't know. We'll have to see. I think you kind of have to. I might have to. Would I ever sneak one and not tell you guys? I don't know. Could I live with myself? Good question. Hey, nominee for Stink of the Week is SCOTUS. I do know. I saw the I headline. I saw the headline. They uh, They refused to hear. Um, the case of Maine's uh, mandate on healthcare workers. You delved into it. What'd you find out? What's behind uh, the headline? Just that uh, Trump's favorite, uh, you know, Amy Coney Barrett is just all kinds of side speak. Uh, she said that 
the were the standard otherwise applicants could use the emergency docket to force the court to give a merits preview in cases that it would be unlikely to take and to do so on a short fuse without benefit of full briefing and oral argument in her view this discretionary consideration counsel against a grant of extraordinary relief in this case it's a bunch it's a bunch of hearsay she's not making any sense to herself well what she's what she's she it's the coward response we, 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 this is a short notice. We can't be expected. Short yes, notice. Can. Short notice, lady. Y'all knew this was coming. The, you know, uh, give me a break. We can't, he- we can't hear this in an emergency. We got to hear oral arguments. It's, it's, it's gobbledygook. It's coward speak. Interpret the law. That's your it, job. It's, in, it, yeah, it's, it's, we, it's, we don't want to touch this hot potato, right? And I say, and that's what I warned about her. You did. She's too worried. She's so worried about she. I, I can't remember the specifics of what was happening in her nomination process. She was so twisting, bending over backward to avoid the appearance of you of of inserting her point of view that it was a problem because you're being nominated for a point of view and your point of view is supposed to be about being a constitutionalist. Okay. And you should be applying that here and that should be your overriding. So, and Kavanaugh had the same problem. And so did Gorsuch when they're concerned about the perception of their rulings versus their rulings being about the constitution, they had no business being nominated. And they'll never make the right decision. No, they, they won't. Um, Update on the uh, shooting with Alec Baldwin, which is about the applying, which is also an issue we've got going on with our courts, that we have two sets of laws, one for the the elites, one for the peasants, one for conservatives, one for for Democrats. Um, Interesting update on this. We already know that uh, the gross negligence and negligent homicide took place here or... um, uh, whatever legal term you want to you want to use for somebody that uh, at, at it's wrongful death maybe um in other words they didn't intend to kill her but their Alec Baldwin's actions resulted in the didn't death his negligence right as the actor himself not following gun safety as well as producer well the armorer which everybody wanted to blame this young gal the armorer well she's finally lawyered up and issued a statement she is putting the blame squarely on the producers i.e. Baldwin for what happened uh, and here's her. Here's what she said. First of all, she said she had no idea there were live rounds, which implicates herself um, because as the armorer, you should be knowing whether or not they're live rounds. How could you not know? Which means you gave up custody, the chain of custody over the guns. But here's her explanation as to why. Um, she said that um, she was hired to do uh, multiple jobs on set. They hired her to do two jobs on set, which left her unable to completely focus on her job as an armorer. So if that's true, that puts the onus on Baldwin. 100%. Um, I don't have a hero of the week. My stink of the week is um, it's got to be the school with kids uh, performing drag and, and lap dances on teachers. Your stink? Uh, Supreme Court Hero of the Week's my grandma. She rocks. Oh, your grandma's our Hero of the Week. Love you all. Peace.